episode 28. You are now locked in to the CJ Sensewares podcast, dedicated to spreading ideas that matter. Your body, your mind, your rules. And now, here is your host, CJ Swaby. Hi guys, how you doing? And welcome to the CJ Sends Word podcast. Today I have a special guest with me. I know I always say I have a special guest, but this one is a special guest. It's a dear friend of mine, uh, Mark Donald. I'm going to refer to him as Don because that's how I've known him all my life. Known him since I was the age of 13. He is a former rugby player, a judo player. He's represented Northern Ireland as well. He's still actively competing. But the reason that I've got Mark with us today is to talk about his mental health awareness project called I Am. Now, if you've been following me on social media, which if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you have been, uh, you will know that I've been uh, sporting the I Am Project t-shirts and I actually got involved in running a coaching project for the I Am yesterday in Ballycastle, Northern Ireland. So I'd just like to give a warm welcome to Don. Thank you very much, CJ. It's good to be here. Cool. So, Mark, just to confuse you guys listening, um, <laughs> can you share a little bit about, first of all, maybe your, your background, your sporting background and what you currently do um, and how you're getting into the whole wellness thing before we share about the Iron Project? Sure, yeah. So um, I've always been very active in sport. I've always loved team sports. Um, I played rugby to a relatively high standard, National Division One and County as well. So um was, was very focused on my sports. Um Judo is a very, well, you fight individually, but you always train as a team. So I've always yeah. been used to having people around me or whatever I've been doing competitively. Yeah. So I've had that support network um, in sport. Um, I moved to Northern Ireland 13 years ago, actually, now. And the way that I integrated myself into the community, I've been very lucky that the, the people here are very warm, very, yeah. very accepting. Sure. Again, found myself a rugby club, found myself a bowls team, found myself places to go and, and meet people. And um, I've just I've managed managed to get good friends, people that yeah. I can you know call on if I've got bad times, things like that, and what have you, all the way through sport. And it has been that connection through sport and being healthy and trying to have um, that outbound approach that is one of the components that has led me to start the IM project. project. Yeah, so you're even. I know one of the gigs that you do at the moment is also help promoting the sport of judo as well, right? That's right, yeah. Not, I'm actually currently employed as the commercial marketing manager for the Northern Ireland Judo Federation. Okay. Uh, and that's, again, about showcasing how well sport could work for you, how good judo is. And that's at grassroots level, right? Working with young people, it's kids. It's grassroots, so. yeah. Young people, adults, anyone really who sure. wants to get into judo and make themselves feel a bit a bit better. Better, okay, cool. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's fair to say that sport had a kind of huge impact for you and in your life in terms of socializing and making friends helping you stay focused and all that kind of thing absolutely yeah even even now i uh, um I, I struggle uh my, my mental health issues um are well documented on the iron project's website um i i love that feeling of competitiveness now yeah. I, as i mentioned before i play bowls which perhaps isn't you know you're not looking to spear tackle anyone <laughs> yeah or sure. to, perhaps that element of me is now gone because i'm a little bit older and a bit more brittle but i look forward to it i really enjoy you know yeah. my team coming together and we, we play the game and um you shake hands with the people after and it's good it gets me out of the house i've got four kids a wife i've got two jobs i yeah. kind of need that release away from the day-to-day sure life and, and for me sport is that it's yeah. the way I found it. It's easy to get overwhelmed in the day-to-day stuff, right? 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I also train in the gym. Uh, again, fantastic people in the gym. People that are really cool, dear friends now as well. Sure. Uh, training up with, with Breach Hamilton up in uh, the B-Strong gym in Ballycastle here. Um, great. Get to lift some weights. Let the tension of the day out. Come <laughs> home refreshed. And it makes me makes me a better person as a father. Yeah. Makes me a better person, I think, as a husband. My wife might not agree. Uh, probably because she doesn't see me as much. That's yeah, the next podcast is with Paula Donald. <laughs> <laughs> probably she doesn't see. Yeah, that's not probably out of the house. That's why we're still married. But yeah. um, no, in all seriousness, it does. It, it it means I'm not carrying anything pent up. I'm not bringing anything forward with me. And sure. um, it, I, I genuinely do feel it makes me a, a better Better person. Man. Yeah. So let's. Um... Let's talk about the IM project. So, as I said, if people have been following me on social media, will have seen me uh, give my full support to the IM project. It's one that's important to me as well, not just because of it's important to you, as obviously done, but also why it was set up. Um, and do you want to share that story? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, someone who's reason is someone who is dear to both of us. Absolutely. Well, you both know it's the whole. I Am Project is a legacy to my mum, who uh, I know you were just as close to her as, as I was, uh, yeah. along with our other other friends, you know, and um, she died at the age of 55 years old. Uh, her body essentially shut down from medication that was prescribed to her for clinical depression. Um, we went through horrible stages, night terrors we had. Um, we actually had the men in white coats turn up to our house one night yeah. to come and take her away. Dad had to beg them, listen, don't take her, we'll, we'll do what we can with everything. Um, and the thing that probably sticks in my head the most is the night she was first admitted into hospital and she told the doctors, if I die, don't bring me back. Yeah. And my mum was probably, well, she was probably the most popular person, if that's something you can say. She, she had a massive, massive, massive heart following, mm. big heart. Yeah. She was always doing community things, craft projects. And to hear that the life had literally been sucked out of her from... A, the way she was feeling with the mental illness and the way that the meds had then closed her body, body down, down had literally... She just felt there was no other way and she wanted to die. And I can, I still still literally remember that. I still remember the words being... I probably shouldn't have heard it, probably shouldn't have been in the room, but I heard it and for me, the Iron Project is about making sure no one else ever feels that way. I don't want anyone else to feel that way, whether they're going through the stages of depression themselves or whether they're supporting someone with a mental health or well-being yeah. um, issue. Yeah, so the that was a kind of the genesis for it, and it's kind of evolved over this past year or so. Um, and you've shall we? Yeah, shall we explain to kind of how it works in terms of how the project works? Because it's kind of like a a two pronged approach, um, and then also about what I M stands for and the circle and the empathy okay. words. Yeah. So it's a, it's, as you said, Siege, it's a, it's a two-stage enterprise. The projects are completely free to people uh, if they want to attend them. Uh, they will have a message and a reason behind them as to why we're doing them. So, uh, for example, yesterday was boxing. We wanted to get people out of their comfort zone. We wanted to get people into something they've perhaps never done before. Um, it started off very quietly, very demure, people very mm. nervous. By the end of the uh, the session we always try and finish the session very socially so we yeah. go for uh, coffees and cakes and buns um and people get to know each other and there was banter between people that had never ever mm. been together never known each other before had never yeah. stepped foot in the set perhaps a gym even before then and for me that's fantastic that shows that the model is working so yeah we want to have projects like that that bring people together and the way that we fund them is through the um the sales of our apparel which is and there's so just so i'm clear as well so people can understand it's not just um 
there's different types of physical activity. So is that the main branch of what the iron's going to be about, where you want it to be? It's not necessarily physical. I mean, we've, we say the boxing was, was yesterday. We've got yoga and refocusing for Christmas. And then you had one with Stevie, didn't you? Taking over. We met and Stevie as well. That was our very first iron project. In July. Which was about, yep, July, which is about well-being and mobility. So yeah. things that you can do at home, like exercises if you want to make yourself feel better, yeah. just in the house to move the body as well as train the mind. Sure. Um so yeah, those projects are, are all funded by the sales of hoodies, t-shirts, and uh, sweatshirts on the I Am Project yeah. website. So all the profits from those then mean that we can pay coaches, we can pay venue hire, we can also pay for the food costs and yeah. get people um, out of their houses, meeting new people, and getting them into the into the gyms or the venues wherever we're having it. It's not necessarily as well just fitness. Um, uh, you and I have had good discussions this this very week about maybe doing arts and crafts things, perhaps that for people that aren't as mobile but still yeah. want to have uh, an engagement with others. Yeah, or even the people who are mobile just get the hundred percent into that art side. Right? Yeah, I mean that was, you know my mum's legacy yeah. was the arts and crafts yeah. thing. Uh, unfortunately, she didn't give it to me. <laughs> yeah. If you've seen any of my drawings, yeah, uh, yeah. then you'll know. But um, yeah, that's it. I'd love it. I mean, that for me, that'd be the biggest legacy if I could see people perhaps doing some decoupage or the things yeah. that she used to do. You know, what literally the circle is is there. You know, the legacy of my mum will be completed. So. Um, yeah, the circle. That's what we say. If you join the I Am Circle, you're essentially part of the network. You have an understanding. You've got an empathy with what we're trying to do. And yeah. the visual statement on the garment shows that. Yeah. Do you want to share with us what those are? Because there's six empathy words, right? That's right. Yep. And, yep. and they are. and cause, Yeah. So just for people who haven't seen the apparel, the clothing brand. So there's basically six different words that could be located on the item of clothing, right? Yeah. Uh, in conjunction with the actual I am logo. And those words, do you want to share why you chose them and what they are? So when we were conceiving the, well, the idea of the I am project, we, we didn't just go full guns into thinking we knew everything. We asked people questions. We asked did people, you research and everything? Did like a that. lot of research. asked people at sure. different stages of um, perhaps a mental health journey. Mm-hmm. And the six words that came out were damaged, brave, focused, resilient, rebuilt, uh-huh. and unstoppable okay. and they were from the cross section of the people that we spoke to they were the things that really stood out so the people that perhaps at the bottom rung of a journey who wanted to get better would, would say they were damaged the people coming through it perhaps brave focused mm-hmm. the people perhaps near the stage where they're feeling a lot stronger were resilient were yeah. rebuilt even and through to unstoppable you know people felt really good really strong about themselves they, they've, they've kind of conquered what they were going through they feel that they you know if they slip back they still were strong enough to kind of come back again bounce back again hence the resilient hence resilience yeah. as well and yeah so we, we we decided that you could either place those words next to your heart uh-huh. you could either place them next to your sleeve um, strength we would say heart for your, your kind of affinity strength on your sleeve and also on your back yeah. um, mine today I can't see it, it's a podcast but the one <laughs> I'm wearing today uh, just shows that I've got your back you know I'm part of this I'm, yeah. I, if you fall I'll catch you I'm, I'm, I'm with you so that's why we've got them there yeah I know I remember when you first came to me with the project um, and I actually saw the words I think I even asked you uh, the, about damage like why would anybody even want to have damaged on this t-shirt like what's that all about you know you often hear things about positive thinking and all that fake it till you make it which is garbage advice in my opinion but it's like um after having a conversation with yourself and other people i kind of get it and for me it was like i understand for some people acknowledging that they are actually damaged is a huge step 
to just actually being seen, to actually acknowledging that this is where they are right now. And this is not to say that where they are right now needs to dictate their future because they can be two separate things. But it's just been having the ability to say, this is me, this is where I'm at, um, and to be seen. So I think that's a very powerful, powerful thing there. Yeah. <laughs> Damage was a word that came out when we did our research. And we, we, we thought, will anyone want to admit a weakness? You're right. We still live in this culture where people think I have to be brave. I have to be, you know, put a brave face on things. Yeah. But to me, the ultimate form of bravery is to admit I'm starting out here. I need some help. Yeah. Literally, I, I, I'm going to wear this as a badge. If you see this, I'm telling you exactly where I'm at. But for me, once I've done this, once I've got damaged on myself, yeah, it's the next step to going upwards, yeah. to going forwards. You've literally said my starting point is damaged. Now I'm going to move forward. I'm going to become brave. I'm going to become focused. Yeah. I'm going to do something with this. I'm going to try and get through my own mental health issues, my own well-being issues. And the purpose of the circle and the Iron Project being behind you yeah. is a safety net. Yeah, I also like to think of it, well, I can't remember the name of the Japanese thing, right? You know, where they have the broken bowls and they fix it with gold. What's that? Um, oh, I know exactly what you mean. If anybody knows what it is, like, send me an email, drop it in the comments or whatever. But it's that whole concept of, like, where the cracks are, you can still um, make a thing of beauty. Absolutely. It, Once it becomes damage. broken, it's still more beautiful. Yeah. It's repaired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I think that's a beautiful yeah. concept for the Iron Project, because especially with the mental health, as we said, it's like we can have that stigma attached to mental health, which is, I guess, why you're, why we're doing this project and also just having the freedom to say that this is my situation, right? Well, you, mental health isn't visual. Awareness, yeah. You know, I've gone through my own issues. I know you've gone through your own issues. Mm. Uh, we've been brave enough to talk to each other about that. As you say, we've known each other for years, best of friends. But if I didn't know you, yeah, I wouldn't know that you've had your struggles. Yeah. But if you were wearing an I am t-shirt yeah. and you've got that actual visual sign that you've got an understanding, yeah. I could at least open the door and have a chat with you. Okay, cool. Um, so the, the question I want to ask you now is like, what's kind of the plans or the visions that you've got for the I am project moving into 2020? I know you've got the uh, yoga again coming up in Ballycastle as well in November. That's November the 30th, yep. Yep. Cool. And do you want to tell people a little bit about that and then kind of what the vision is for 2020? Okay, so yeah, the yoga is um, maybe maybe slightly controversial what I'm going to say here, but... Oh, oh what are you <laughs> saying? Talk spicy, to me. Spicy, spicy. Going South London can already. I, can I just put a disc team in before this guy speaks? Got nothing to do with me. <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> what pisses me off about yeah. social media? What pisses you off? Tell me. <laughs> what pisses me off about yeah. social media and Christmas, right? I've got four kids. I've got two jobs that I previously mentioned. I can't afford to put one of them pictures up of 800 presents under a Christmas tree yeah. like a lot of people will. Yeah. People do that. They yeah. may be feeling good about themselves. Validate me, you know. Yeah. I'm looking after my kids. Well, good job. Do you play with them? Do you spend time with them? No, yeah, you spend sure. a lot of money on shit for them at Christmas. Yeah. That makes me feel inadequate Yeah. as a parent. Yeah. That makes me feel bad, you know. Like, am I not doing that? Am I not keeping up with what people should be doing as a parent? Yeah. Personally, um, I think my kids kind of like me, so I'm all right. Uh, they might not say it, but I think they do kind of like me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got what you mean. So this yoga isn't just kind of stretching and bending. What what Victoria's going to do from Amara Yoga is she's going to she's going to do some movement. She's going to get you to kind of loosen up uh, mobility physically wise, but she's going to let you refocus on what's important. Yeah, and that's exactly for you to find out what is important for you at the festive time. Sure, it's a it's a hard time for people. You know, people sometimes perhaps associate with loss with family that aren't around. Uh -huh. um, 
So it's bringing to the forefront what matters, and that's not necessarily 10 BMXs under a Christmas tree. That's yeah. about the people who you care about still being with you, or if they're not with you, remembering the times that they were with you and taking lessons from journeys and perhaps appreciating what you've got more than what other people are just sticking on Instagram to say that I'm a great parent, person, aunt, sure. uncle, whatever. So yeah, the yoga's about refocusing. I'm very much looking forward to that. And then tw- people want to book on for that because very much localized in Baddy Castle, right? Yeah, this one's going to be in uh, Stevie's gym. Okay. Um, Stevie, shout out to Stevie. <laughs> shout out to Stevie. Uh, and it's, um, yeah, well, just get through onto the Facebook page. All the details are there. And just drop us a private message on the Iron Project Facebook page. And that's how we're currently booking things at the minute. Cool. And so, vision for 2020 is to get a bit more technical with the booking process. <laughs> but also <laughs> um, to take the Iron Project into uh, Belfast, which uh-huh. is the nearest big city to me. And then move it towards London as well. Uh, with your support, CJ, I know sure. very big, big, big asset to, to the Iron Project helping us, um, and start to spread the word in a in a in a bigger way than just perhaps regionalised here in Northern Ireland. Start to tell people more people about it. Um, perhaps focus more on marketing. Get some brand ambassadors on board. People that want to support it and yeah. um, get it more into the into the ether and uh, and get people to understand the connection. As I said, build it right, do it correctly, uh, get the buy in, and uh, take it forward. Okay, um, and kind of before we wrap up, Don, if, if in a sentence, and I know it's going to be quite like challenging, what would you say that you personally stand for? In one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got one other thing to ask you that I normally ask other people. What would, yeah, what would you stand for? Because I know that obviously people have probably got a, a, a sense of what you're about by setting up this IAM project, and you know what... Do you know um, what? Yeah, what would... I think now that I, not in any big way, perhaps achieved quite a lot in my earlier times, sporting-wise, work-wise and what have you, I get now a bigger reward from seeing people do well, seeing yeah. people come through things. Uh, I coached judo, and the best thing for me was seeing a kid that couldn't perhaps understand his left leg from his right leg yeah. throw with a Nucci Mather after yeah. about three weeks of coaching. I think that's probably my drive now is to see people come through things, see people learn things. Yeah. And if I can be part of that journey for them, then I've, I, uh, that's what now gives me my drive. I'm not about winning medals and standing on podium. I'm about bigger things, understanding that the world needs more people to do good stuff. And that's a long sentence, I'm sorry, but that's essentially, <laughs> yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to see people do good things in the world and I'd like the world to be a better place for my children to grow up and their children to grow up. So that's what it is. Okay, cool. Um, thank you, Don. Um, usually I ask people to sign off with either a joke or a quote. Okay. You choose your options. I'm going options. to go the quote. Okay, okay. And um, CJ, you and I went to a South London comprehensive school, right? Yeah, it was a school. I don't know if it was comprehensive. But it, was, yeah. it certainly gave us a comprehensive view on things. Anyway, it's not many cars we couldn't break into back in the time, but that's a story. If the police are listening, that's not really a story. But, um, yeah, I, I don't get Harry Potter. I don't get wizards. I don't get big schools. Like uh, We were lucky if we had windows, <laughs> let alone turrets for wizards to look out of and things like that. Um, but funny, my daughter actually put this up uh, on her wall, and it's completely... Uh, by chance, and it was around the time I was starting to get quite anxious about the first Iron Project. Poor Stevie, I was pestering him. I was yeah. like, "Well, we need to do this. Let's get get this going." Shout out to Stevie again. <laughs> and um, it's a quote from Albus Dumbledore. Okay, you looked as confused as I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it says, 
it's about about um, coming out of the darkness. And what it says is, uh, and I'm probably slightly misquoting it because it's on my daughter's wall and I already see it when I'm putting it to bed, but it's about one can always come out of the darkness if you remember to turn on the light. Cool. So it's about having that conscious thing of actually remembering to turn on your own light to come out of the darkness. And I think that for me was a quote that really hit home when I was starting nice. to feel the stress of the Iron Project is to turn on my own light. Remember why you're doing things and then shine the light elsewhere. Brilliant. Thank you, Don. Um, finally, getting in contact with the Iron Project and finding more about what they could do. Website is theiamproject.co.uk. The Instagram handle is the underscore I am underscore project.co.uk. Fantastic. And then Facebook is the I am project.co.uk. Brilliant. Thank you, Don, for joining us. Thank you very much, CJ. Take care, buddy. Peace.